Go ahead and start with uh, welcoming back our listeners to uh, the Miles Movie Night podcast. We are on episode four already. Already. Wow. Time sure flies. Hi, everybody. You're here with uh, your host, Daniel, and my mom, Nora. Here we go. Uh, so, this was a fun week, I thought. Yeah, it the, was. The movie that we decided to watch... Uh, and we do this pretty randomly. We should maybe put more thought, but we kind of like the spontaneity of it, of like what we're going to land on. And uh, this week, we landed on Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Uh, this movie was made in 1991, and it starts Carrie Elwes. We also got... Um, who else do we got? Richard Lewis. Richard Lewis. Uh, he plays Prince John, the sheriff of Rottingham, Roger Reese. Uh, and then Amy Yazbek, who I found out was John Ritter's wife. Yes. Right? Long live. Uh, R.I.P. John, John Ritter, right? And then the theatrical debut of Dave Chappelle, of all yes, people. Yes. He know? was just 20 years old when he did that. 20 years First old. First movie ever. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what they said when they he went to read for the part? What? That um, they knew he was going to be a star when he walked in because he's, the role was perfect for him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he said, we saw a lot of actors, and when Dave came in, he was just amazing. And we knew right then and there, this guy was a star. That's a quote from Carrie Elwes. Nice. <laughs> and... Yeah, that's the thing, man. He was funny. Remember when he first comes out, I go, hey, because we're talking about doing a remake because <laughs> of the beginning. Yeah. The rapper, I go, hey, man, you know, what's his name? The rapper with the gold teeth. Little Wayne Little would Wayne. be a good, a good, you know, part. That would be a good part for him. And then when Chappelle came out, I go, Chappelle would be a good part. You go, that is Chappelle. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised. I thought you were joking. <laughs> You're like, oh, that would be a great part well, for Because I saw his face and it reminded me of him. Yeah. Little did I know it was him, 20 years old, and we, come on, he's a baby. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what do you mean? That is Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? You see him, like, dancing and stuff and throughout the movie and yeah. the comedy. He's he's amazing. I loved him. Oh, he's... Achoo! <laughs> he's like comedic genius. <laughs> uh, his name was Achoo. <laughs> Well, his father, Isaac Hayes, was a sneeze. <laughs> Is that right? I didn't yeah, catch, you didn't that. catch that. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's, that's so funny. 
So before we get too much, uh, we'll go and dabble on the Dave Chappelle thing some more. But uh, just in regards to the movie, it's a a spoof, right? Yes. On the movie Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yes, it's a com. It's a '90s comedy gem. It really is. But the movie that came out two years prior to this, so yes. Men in Tights, came out in 1993. Mm-hmm. But it's another spoof movie of. Uh, the Rob, uh, yeah, the Robin Hood played by Kevin Costner, Costner. in 1991, mm-hmm. which is crazy because I vividly remember watching that movie as a child. Like it was Prince one of the thieves. I don't know how or who bought it, but we had the VHS. Yeah, exactly. When VHS we were growing was up. big during this time. Oh, huge! Yeah, for and I sure. remember watching that movie countless times yes, when I was like yes. a little kid. Yeah, that was in '91, and you know that song that comes out in that. Um, Kevin Costner movie, the the box hit. Uh, it was a. Uh, is that Brian Adams? It is Brian Adams. Everything I do, I do it for love. Oh, it was in the top of the charts for a long time. It's a great song. <laughs> it was a long I time. That song. Yeah. But no, so the character, right? Morgan Freeman plays. I forgot his name <laughs> in the name. Well, probably Muhammad, right? Yeah, know. he was Akeem. Akeem. He was Akeem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, it, it really spoofs the but, Prince yes. of Thieves. So Isaac Hayes. But it always spoofs. It also spoofs a lot of the older um, Robin Hoods that, like the Earl Flynn one yeah, and all that exactly. too. But yeah. Isaac Hayes, which is Asmees, <laughs> was supposed to be like the Morgan Freeman character, uh-huh. right? Because that's how we meet, like in the prison and the beginning. Yeah, but he made it for his son to be him, right? Yeah. So in okay. the Men in Tights, he's like, "You got to go find my son." And yeah. He gives him a picture. It's a picture of Dave Chappelle all smiling. Oh, yeah, that's funny. So, yeah, this is a movie that's a spoof movie, which is funny because, you know, a couple weeks ago we watched a spoof movie on UHF with Weird Al Yankovic, you know? (laughs) And uh, I guess this goes to show you, because I made the comment how, you know, back then you had a lot of movies that that was like a specific genre, you know? You had like the airplanes, you had the... And then we came with Weird Al Yankovic, who kind of continued it, but didn't really take it on that much, um, other than his music videos, right? Correct. But here we're talking about, like, the spoof master. (laughs) Yeah. In Mel Brooks. Yep. This is a Mel Brooks movie. Spaceballs, Star Wars, you know? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Spaceballs, and then we got Blazing Blazing Saddles, which is just like a spoof on every kind of Western that came and came out in that particular time, you know? And those movies, it's so funny you mention it, Mel Brooks, the, this movie, Men in Tights, and then Spaceballs, and then, um, this movie, how much did this movie cost to make them? Uh, let me go ahead and check. It made... It was a budget of an estimated $20 million, Correct. and yeah. it grossed uh, worldwide roughly about $35 million. Yeah, and I, and I was reading that Spaceballs did a little bit, but that one brought in $38 million, but it took $27 million to make. Oh, well, that was a little bit more all production. Time, yeah, his biggest box office hit was 1974's Blazing Saddles. That one made a hundred nineteen point six million. What? Yeah, and it's they kind of cut it because of the um, interest or some shit like yeah. the cost of living or whatever, you know. Oh, they, gotcha, gotcha. Like they inflated it. 
Yeah, for, yeah, because of inflation or whatever. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But um. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know that, that weird? Much. Yeah. Well, I didn't check. What, I'm assuming that money in I don't know thirty five million dollars in in 1993 seems like a lot of money today too. Like if we inflated yeah. that, there's like an inflation calculator you could do. We're not gonna. <laughs> but no, no. But just in terms of Mel Brooks, right? So yeah. Mel Brooks, he's the one that uh, wrote this movie. Like, he wrote, he wrote the screenplay with a couple other uh, story writers, J.D. Shapiro and Evan Chandler. Like, I don't know. Actually, they the ones, wrote it. They wrote... They're the ones who wrote it, and then when they brought Mel Brooks to time, he went and wrote his own stuff. He revamped it. Gotcha. <laughs> and that's why most of the actors did um, some of their own... You know, he let them. He let them just do their own um, off-book, you yeah. know. Because he directed uh, this movie, too. Yeah, yeah. But it's so funny that you say that. Well, the thing is, is that um, Mel Brooks, he did Young Frankenstein, yes. he did Blazing Saddles, like you said. And we've seen those movies, and, you know, pretty mm-hmm. recently, right? So, what I appreciated that I never, ever would have noticed, like, back in the 90s, well, one, I was eight, right? <laughs> But two, <laughs> like, even when it comes out, like, on TV, and I'm just kind of randomly flipping channels, and I'll watch a scene here, I'll watch a scene there. It's been, like, forever since I've seen the movie from beginning to end, right? Yeah. But now that I've seen those other movies, you could see how much Mel Brooks uh, puts, like, little Easter eggs of his prior movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. He pretty much reuses some All of the little- same jokes <laughs> that he did, like, in other movies, yeah. you know? And it's kind of obvious. Like, yeah, once big time. It. Big time. It's big time. And you know what I had read? That um, Carrie Elwes was actually offered the role of Prince of Thieves, of that Robin Hood, but he turned it down because he had just finished Princess Bride and he didn't want to be cast cast as a swords buckler or whatever, yeah. you know? So he said no. He didn't want to be a swashbuckler. That was... Because he had just finished Princess Bride. But what's funny was that I also read that he got this part because he did Princess Bride. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Because he and did... it, came in, it came in handy. Yeah. yeah. And it was just such a, a easy transition. Especially as like the audience, you know, seeing him in oh, that yeah. role. Yeah. And then seeing him in, or, or like Princess Bride, you know. Like it was just two movies that kind of fit... That role, but at the same time, it wasn't like he was being typecast. He just yeah. did a great job in both roles, you know? <laughs> yeah, he did. And uh, going back to some of the other cast members, um, what did you say on the phone when I was coming over here? Who was going to play Little John? Oh, Hulk Hogan! They had offered him the party. He goes, oh, no, I've got my own thing going. And he did the nanny where he wears this pink, hot... Um, Apron and he's yeah. like bench lifting kids. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, that he should have fired his manager after that. Because <laughs> agent for sure should have gone. Exactly, like he. Pendejo. This easily could have been. Yeah. Like the icon Andre the Giant and Princess Bride. <laughs> right. You know, like he could have easily been. Hulk, yeah. The Hulk Hogan, Little John. He would have been synonymous with that. But I mean, Hulk Hogan. It's yeah. Hulk Hogan, you know, right. so he's famous for his own But reasons. I like the guy who played um, Little John. He was he was cute, big, and he was funny. <laughs> he was funny. Like he when you see funny. him um, drowning and then... Um, his name scene. is Eric Allen Kramer. 
Yeah, he was good. I like that fight scene where they're playing, they're fighting with the poles and they keep breaking. Yeah, he has, <laughs> has to pay the toll. <laughs> had to pay the toll. Yeah. And Chappelle's like, we can just walk right over it. You know, it was a little creek. Yeah. He's like, this ain't exactly the Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> and he says it all southern accent. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Well, was some of the jokes when you first see Dave Chappelle, you're like, oh, that looks like Dave Chappelle. Or, oh, that should be Dave Chappelle, right? <laughs> Um, what was, do you remember how they introduced him when he rolled up upon him? Like, Robin he was Hood? getting beat up by a bunch of black cape guys. Well, yeah, he was getting <laughs> beat up by like, like the police or like the guards, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, the sheriff's men. The That's sheriff's right. men yeah, yeah. and stuff, you know? They were all dressed in black all up again. Well, did you hear, I don't know. It was did like, they have covers was, on their heads? I well, don't they had like remember. the helmets and stuff. Okay. <laughs> Um, Just remember they were all yeah, dark. like the Templar yeah. helmets and yeah. stuff. But they, uh, he makes like a, a slight comment you can barely hear it because especially that's when Carl Elvis is like pulling up. He's like, "Oh man, I really hope somebody has a videotape." Oh, does he say that? Oh yeah. no, I didn't catch that. Yeah, it's like a little like a uh, not homage, but like it's uh, Rodney King. Yeah, it's, you know, it's going back to like a joke towards Rodney King and how they're all just beating him up. And that's another thing, like. That's funny. When this movie came out, I was so young, like I, it was hard to kind of yeah catch those catch all yeah. the little nuances, especially that one scene that it was funny that you caught on it before I did was when uh, they're trying to rally the town to revolt against uh, King that little John, yeah, right? uh-huh. and uh, I noticed that. When Robin Hood is like trying to speak to the townsfolk, right? And they're all like listening to him. And he's trying to give like this speech to kind of get them to follow him. And I noticed that it was uh, Winston Churchill's like famous World War II speech. You <laughs> that's know? right. That's right. Um, telling like <laughs> when they're going to fight him, right? You're like we'll fight him in the air. We'll fight him at the sea. Whatever. And he's like giving that famous speech. Yeah. And like yet the audience is like not really... <laughs> Into it. Into it whatsoever, right? And then Dave Chappelle or Achu, like, he's like, let me let me try it, you know? And then he puts his glasses on and oh, they're yeah. like, Malcolm X, you know? And then he starts doing Malcolm X's famous, <laughs> like, uh, speech, right? Oh, my goodness. That was funny, too. Yeah, he said some of the uh, some of the very best scenes in Robin Hood, Men in Tights, were completely improvised by the actors. And Mel Brooks, he encouraged that. A lot in his movies. Well, who was the other one that we saw that encouraged a lot of, like, improv? Well, Tracy Ullman, the witch. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tracy Ullman, that, that part where she's trying to get the sheriff to sleep with her. Mm-hmm. That was totally improvised. And all he that. falls through the roof, right? <laughs> yeah. she's begging. He's begging to God, please bring me. And then, boom, he falls right on her bed. She jumps right at him and starts trying to, you know... <laughs> And then that was all improvised. That wasn't written. She just Tell me a little bit more about her show, because I was like too young. Oh yeah, Tracy her. Ullman, she was uh she had her own comedy show and it was showed after ten o'clock, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um it, I think it first started in Showtime, but then it became mainstream. Yeah. And she played all these skits where she's the same character. I mean, it's her playing all these characters and all mm-hmm. these scenes and stuff. It was hilarious. It was really, really funny. 
And then that's when The Simpsons came out because they would play a little Simpsons bit, a little cartoon. Yeah. And it was The Simpsons. That's when they first started with the Tracy Ullman show. And like I tell you, that was back in the 90s, también. Maybe late 80s, but she was on there for quite a while. But um, she was always very funny. I always thought she was hilarious. And she was funny in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. She, um... She plays the the character <laughs> the witch King John. When, yeah, when when King John goes to her for advice. Latrine. Latrine. <laughs> Latrine. <laughs> yep. Oh my god, that was funny. And she's all making you know him who an that, with the, Yeah, that she puts the alligator eyes and, and like the testicles <laughs> of this animal here or whatever. <laughs> and then He's over here thinking that, you know, he's going to, she's going to see something in the, in the brew or whatever. And then she serves him up these, I book an omelet. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not your seer, I'm your cook. <laughs> That's funny. You know that part that he was, Mel Brooks originally wanted to give it to his old um, collaborator, um, Madeline, Madeline, what's her name? Madeline Kahn. The redhead that comes out in his other movies. Mm. Yeah, he, he wanted that part for her, but I'm glad he gave it to Tracy because she's hilarious. Yeah, she's funny. And the thing is, like, I, I, I wonder what ever happened to her. I didn't really look into... I think the age may have been something. Because maybe not, but I'm sure Madeline comes out. No, no, that. in terms of like Tracy Ullman today. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, I haven't seen her in anything... Um, yeah, I'd like to know myself. So, <clears throat> in terms of uh, some of the other actors who I enjoyed watching, me and uh, my girlfriend, we were doing a Kirby Enthusiasm binge, right? And in those very early seasons, you see a lot of Richard Lewis, you know? Yeah. So it's good to see, like, Richard Lewis... Not Prince like, John. Yeah, as like Prince John or whatever. <laughs> he sort of has that mole that travels yeah. all over his face. <laughs> that and, is hilarious. And so, going back to connecting some of the dots to Mel Brooks's prior um, movies, mm-hmm. so I said I read somewhere where the mole, like moving around his face, is kind of like. Homage to uh, yeah, Alan Rickman. Yeah, um, that and you know what? When I did see Prince of Thieves, I noticed that that uh, the sheriff of Nottingham, Alan Rickman, his mole was uh, was put wrong, and that's where they kind of make really? fun of. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, and I did notice it, but then I thought that's weird. It, you know, until this movie came out and they mentioned it. That it's a parody to that when um, they showed Alan Rickman in that movie that had really? a mole that had, yeah man I tell you they well, were not I allowed to make fun of that, that movie. They were doing like a joke similar to how they kept mo- moving uh, Igor's hump in Young Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah. Like it was on one side and then it would be on the other side, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then it reminded me of when we were watching Young Frankenstein and I he was it. like, "Walk this way," and then they all started <laughs> to walk like, this way. <laughs> And then that, remember I told you the anecdote of how uh, Steven Tyler and Aerosmith were watching that movie uh, yeah. at the theater <laughs> and they thought that that scene was hilarious. Yeah. So then that led to them writing the song, Walk This Way. That's you know? hilarious. But they use the same joke 
in men in tights. They do. They do. But yeah, they make fun of um, Alan Rickman in that movie. Because his mole apparently inadvertently moves around his face at different points. <laughs> well, the guy that played the uh, the sheriff of Rottingham, like, I thought it was Alan Rickman there for a second. For a second. Yeah, he had that like, dark beard and all Yeah, that. it looked exactly like him. And that guy did a good job. He was pretty funny. Yeah. Especially the scene where he's having to give him bad news in a good way. <laughs> so funny trying to make him sound all like he was huh that was really good that was really good you're right i'm gonna try that next time i read that um uh richard lewis yeah he got sick on set right at the very end he just seems like a sickly man well he got sick he got hepatitis a oh shit had 106 fever hepatitis a he's in the hospital and mel brooks keeps calling him Hey, we need you. You got two lines, but I got to finish this movie or whatever. And he hung up on him and he kept persistingly calling him. And he even told him, come down here, do your scene. I'll put you back in the stretcher and get you back to the hospital right away. <laughs> he did it. <laughs> he did it. <laughs> One of the better career moves he's ever done. I mean, what else has he done? You know? But yeah, he was dying. He was, I'm dying here. And hung up on him. <laughs> That's funny, huh? Jeez. But yeah, he's good. And then um, I heard um, Patrick Stewart, who's um, King Richard, was yeah. making a spoof of Sean Connery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they had offered Sean Connery the role so he could revamp it from the these one. Yeah. And um, he wanted to do it, but he wanted to do it in drag. He wanted to dress like a lady. What? <laughs> yeah. Sean Connery did? Yeah. And Mel Brooks was intrigued. He was like, hmm, you know? But then, but again, Sean Connery wanted too much money. Uh, uh, he wanted a million dollars, and the movie only cost $20 million and it was too much money for Brooks. So he said, nah, sorry, bro. Patrick Stewart did a great job. <laughs> yeah, he did. He and did. then he, like, really went for it, huh, that kiss? <laughs> yeah. That kiss was good. It was funny. Oh, and then that reminded me of... Braveheart, where the king has to like sleep with the bride. Oh, before. they had offered Mel Gibson the role too. Mel Gibson, they had offered him the role too, but. Of uh, Robin Hood? Yeah. Or, really? Yeah. And yeah. he's like, nope. Well, you know who I loved seeing in the movie was Megan Cavanaugh, otherwise known as Broomhilda, <laughs> otherwise known as Marla. Hooch. Marla Hooch. From League of Their Own. Mm -hmm. She was like... Maid Marian's maid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but she looked like her... You know who she reminded me of? And this is an animated uh, cartoon. Is the actual Robin Hood. It's the actual Robin Hood cartoon. Oh, the Disney one? one? Yeah, where the, where the maid... The Marla Hooch is a chicken. She's the breasty chicken. That takes care of Maid Marian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she actually looked like that, too, because she's kind of gordita, too, you know, so it was funny. But she was great. She was like the cock block. <laughs> yeah, the oh. cock blocker. <laughs> <laughs> she would have been a better cock blocker than the cock blockers at um, the movie, this recent movie that came out. What are you talking about? Yeah, the one with um, 
the wrestler um, Cena. Oh, John Cena. Yeah, that's a funny movie though. It is. Where they're trying but, to mess uh, up that, their kids from yeah, going to the prom. They had nothing compared to <laughs> yeah to Marla Hooch in this yeah, movie. She was all popping up out of nowhere. <laughs> like like oh, you gotta get married first. <laughs> And then she was actually like, remember when she was trying to get on the horse? And the horse is being mad and way and fucking steps over, makes her fall. And then she gets mad and don't you ever do that again? And the horse is all scared, like, okay, kind of bowing down, like, I understand. Right, I would have moved too, right? <laughs> yeah, I was broken back right there. <laughs> fall limp and shit. I felt you, horse, but I felt you. <laughs> you know, and he just moves over to the side and she just book pops it's yeah, hilarious yeah. some of the some of the jokes that I thought hit the hardest were with um his blind uh oh yeah I loved him he reminded me Lincoln. of a yeah like the three blind mice all put together yeah that was played <laughs> by Mark Blankfield oh my god Blinken. he was hilarious but just like the way that they introduce his character where they repo <laughs> his castle. Shit. Robin Hood shows up to home. He hasn't been at home in forever because yeah. he's been in the and Crusades. They repo, they repo his castle and they're pulling it. Pulling the castle, the Mosaic platform. The <laughs> foundation. It says wide load on it. Like if it's going <laughs> yeah. on a freeway. Beep, beep. <laughs> and the little wagon in front of it. And then you see oh Lincoln and he's there like in what used to be the restroom. And he's <laughs> Remember like... The He's watching a Playboy, but it's a Braille Playboy, and it has, like, women. The figure. Yeah, the figure, and he's all, like, rubbing up on it and stuff. I thought that was hilarious. Oh, that was funny. That was funny. Or when he, um... He's oh, fighting man, just, in the fighting scenes, yeah. you know? And he's going he's ham on, like, it. a beam. And he's just moving his sword Chipper. up and down. He's yeah. going hard, and he's just, like, chipping away. <laughs> Yeah, that was funny too. God darn, that was hilarious. <laughs> that was hilarious. Fighting nobody and he's just swinging <laughs> away. When he gets hit and he's like, oh, I can see it. And the devil gets, he crashes against a tree and goes blind again. Like, oh, man. <laughs> I, I, that was uh, yeah, fun stuff. Yeah, he had some of the best, best jokes when I was laughing the hardest. Uh, but some of the other movies that they pay, uh, like do little parodies to are... Uh, the Godfather with Dom DeLuise. Yes, I loved him. He does such a great he Marlon does, Brando. He does, dude. He does. I'm apparently, like, this wasn't his first time doing like a parody of Marlon Brando. No, he's so good. It sounds like, just like him. He even quoted, I could have been a contender. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, I loved him. I loved him. But that whole scene is the sheriff of Rottingham hiring... Yeah. Like, I guess the mafia, if you will, right? To get rid of Robin Hood. To put a hit and assassinate uh, Robin Hood, yeah. right? And so, I don't know if you noticed that on that scene where they invite him to the archery contest, right? Mm -hmm. You have, like, the assassin that goes up the tower. And then it says, uh, the tower depository. Kind of like... Oh, the, like in Dallas? Oh. Yeah, like the book depository <laughs> when they killed JFK. Wow, I didn't get that one. Yeah, oh, yeah man. But I was just like, little details like that, man. Like, <laughs> little historical gems. That, that's why I appreciated the Winston Churchill quote and yeah. the uh, Malcolm X quote. Like, the little JFK <laughs> anecdote, you know? Like, uh, I just think yeah. that it's so smart, man. Like, Mel Brooks is just, like, hitting on... 
all, all cylinders. You know? Well, you know that famous scene where Carrie Elwes looks directly into the camera and says, uh, unlike some other Robin Hoods, I can speak with an English accent. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, because he's talking about Kevin yeah. Costner, right? Yeah, apparently Kevin Costner didn't even bother trying <laughs> to sound English. He goes up. Uh, he makes no effort to sound like an Englishman at all, you know? Yeah, baby, it's, it's Yellowstone, baby. <laughs> I'm talking about... Look at this. Uh, the line proved to be a little problematic in non-English speaking territories. Oh, yeah, I read that. Where both films were either subtitled or dubbed and audiences were unaware of the accent issue. So in Germany, the line became, unlike some other Robin Hoods, I don't cost the producers $5 million. <laughs> <laughs> well, below the belt. Yeah. And in France and Italy, it became, I do not dance with wolves. A nod to Costner's Oscar-winning dance with, with, Dances with Wolves, which is, you know, my all-time favorite movie. movie. <laughs> Isn't but yeah, that crazy? They just shit on Costner, you know, they just find jokes I don't dance him. with wolves. <laughs> Can you imagine Carrie Alice looking at the mirror, at the camera and saying, I don't dance with wolves. Gee, mama. Yeah, you know? <laughs> but uh, he's from, oh Carrie Alice is, uh, was born in Westminster, yeah. London, England. So he's like from the fucking heart of yeah, London, dude. you know? Yeah. So. He does good impersonations too. He does um, Clinton and when he does interviews, like um, I've seen, I saw some previous interviews. That he does, and he does a lot of um, Clinton and um, uh, Billy, Billy from um, The Princess Bride. Okay. Well, he's been his last name, Billy, what? The Princess Bride, though. Uh, I'm gonna. Crystal. Yeah, Billy Crystal. Yeah, I was like, where are you going with that? (laughs) Yeah, Billy Crystal. Well, I mean, some of his more famous roles, like Saul, you know, obviously The yeah. Prince's Bride. Mm-hmm. But the one that I like from him that he was in is the one with Ashley Judd. Kiss the Girls. Remember that movie? Oh, yeah. He was a psycho. Casanova. Yeah, Casanova. Yeah, that. that was like a freaked detect- out. Yeah. You know, he has like that thick southern accent in oh, that yeah. one, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that movie, man. Yeah, that, that movie's pretty good. Creepy. But yeah. But overall, I just think that. Well, that's why he was invited to the White House because he did one of those, um, to the moon and back or one of those astronaut oh, movies. Okay, okay. And Clinton was having some kind of movie night at the White House and asked Tom Hanks because he was the one that directed it or produced it that uh-huh. uh, space um, series that he had. Yeah. And um, called. Carry up and said, "Hey, you want to go to the White House?" And he's like, "Are you kidding me?" And he's like, "Nah, for real." So they went, and he met Clinton, and and then when he was gonna introduce himself, he took out his arm, you know, to shake his hand, and the president's like, "I know who you are. I watch Princess Bride. It's mine and Chelsea's favorite movie, you know." And he <laughs> was, and he did it exactly <laughs> like Bill Clinton's accent. That's hilarious. It was an interview. Oh, so that's him telling the story. And he yeah, Bill Clinton's yeah, accent. yeah. He and he's talking to um, Queen Latifah. She had a talk show. Yeah, and he was on it, and then um, he was also saying how in Princess Bride, you know. That whole time that they were doing that movie, it was constant laughter all the time. Everybody, oh, man, all the yeah. comedians, but that 
Mel Brooks would let everybody do their thing. So when he told Billy Crystal, hey, do your thing, Carrie's supposed to be dead, right? Remember, they throw him in the slab, or they throw him and they're supposed oh, to yeah. revive him or whatever. And they told him, you got to, like, stay still. You got to be dead. Yeah. And he couldn't because this guy, Billy, just kept going, going. They said, oh, no, just a minute. Not The angle's not going to be on you all the time, you know, but yeah. you got to stay still at least, you know. And he just couldn't do it because Billy kept talking and, and just making jokes. And even the director, um, yeah, the, he just started laughing so hard. He's got that loud, loud that they had to throw him out. Like, yeah, Stubo, you know. <laughs> But um, yeah, um, man. Billy Crystal's another <laughs> yeah, comedic gem. He went on like gem, a three, know? four minute little thing there, and he couldn't. They couldn't control themselves. It was too much. <laughs> well, I really enjoyed this movie. Like, it's been a while since I had seen it, and what I liked about it was that all the jokes, you know, considering it's twenty twenty two, and yeah. a lot of those jokes were still on point. You know, a lot of them still yes. hit hard, and a lot of them. Got like a lot of good, like laughter out of me, and it was just overall really funny. It was <laughs> cool to see Dave, it was. you know, who's arguably like the best comic alive, maybe of all time, you know, yes. like in his first theatrical debut role, and such a funny uh, character too, Achu, you know. Like, <laughs> Every so time they say his name, everybody was bless you. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness. Yes, it was funny. And did you notice that his, his green, like, Robin the Hood hat was made to look like yeah, a Yeah, like a... Hat? Yeah, like it, a had the, yeah, it had the closures, the little uh, snaps or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. Oh, my God. It's hysterical. But, yeah, that was a good movie. That was a definitely... That was, uh, uh, you were rating it. What are you rating it? Uh, we're doing what kind of rating here? Jalapenos, popcorn. <laughs> Just go ahead. Okay, we'll start with one out of five and work it. Okay. Work our way through. You know what? I'd give this one. Hey, man. I'd say a one. One being bad, five being really good. Oh, oh all right. <laughs> <laughs> we really got to get this rating. I know. Remember <laughs> <laughs> the first time I said, 20? <laughs> Where'd that come from? <laughs> All right, so then five being good. All right, I'd give it a four for sure. A four. You know what? That's what I was thinking too. You know, a four for sure. Because yeah, we was... definitely got to get this rating system down. Because yeah, <laughs> I think it's a better than average movie. You know? Yeah, for sure. You know what Russell Crowe said about this movie? Because right after this movie, he in twenty ten he got Robin Hood. And I like that and, Robin Hood. I think yeah. that's an underrated Robin Hood, too. Yeah, it reunited him with the Gladiator director, Ridley Scott. Oh, yeah, I forgot Ridley Scott did that movie. That movie's pretty dope. Yeah. Well, this is a, a Russell Crowe quote. It He says that um, Robin Hood is the most entertaining... He put, Men in Tights, the most entertaining, entertaining Robin Hood movie. And he put, it examines the same exact cliches as all the other films that wrap the legend up and throw it away. It, and once Mel Brooks has, it, has had a go at it, it's time to wipe the slate clean. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good idea, you know? Like, or, or yeah. Somebody makes fun of it because it's been done so much that that's not the, all you could do now. Just parody it. <laughs> yeah, just parody it. Might as well just start fresh. Right, you know? but no, here we have... Um, 
What's his name? The English actor that does the Kingsman? He's already in a Robin Hood movie with um, instead Jamie Foxx as Akeem. Oh. That's a Robin Hood movie, too. That is That's a Robin the most Hood current movie. one. Did that already come out? Yes. It did? Yeah, like uh, two years ago, maybe. Yeah. How was that? It wasn't that great. You watched it already? Yes. The and it was weird. The or whatever the guy? The yeah. Guy that rock, uh, rocket yeah, Man, yeah Rocket Man. Man. Yeah. You get I remember watching the previews to that, but I totally forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, that one. Oh, man. It's... Uh, there's not a Did lot. Did I watch that? <laughs> well, anyways, that's the last Robin Hood that's been made, and that wasn't even that great. I'd give that one a one. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Totally forgot about that. Yeah, they tried to modernize it and put like, um, you know, the plot of the movie was yeah. real like um, warfare, but it was all in a town. It was not really in a forest. Yeah, I'm starting to remember it. Yeah, okay. and uh, I think the plot was to kill the sheriff or whatever, but it was all like gotcha. all these uh, rebel kind of underground. Yeah, I remember. Oh, um, you know. Well, back to this weird. movie. <laughs> yeah, th- it doesn't compare. It doesn't compare. We rated it a four out of five. Yeah. And uh, I just want to... It's a gem. It's a watcher. Yeah. Oh, have... and it, it made a pretty good movie. and It was like one of the highest... Um, rented VHS movies of all time. Oh, I can imagine this movie going hard at Blockbuster. Yeah. You know, that's a five-nighter for sure. That was never there. Right? They would keep it. <laughs> it was always rented. Yeah, apparently it did pretty well. Yeah, VHS. I believe that. That movie is so funny. Especially people like millennials, you know, who grew yeah. up with that movie. Like, yeah. a lot. It's very quotable. You know, it's... Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind watching it again, only just to catch Pat, uh, Chappelle say that line. <laughs> oh, right. You know, so that's the thing. If you haven't seen this movie in a long time, and if you haven't seen a lot of Mel Brooks movies, yeah. we highly recommend that you kind of go back and watch like Young Frankenstein, yes. Blazing Saddles, uh, Spaceballs, kind of watch those movies, mm-hmm. uh, and then and watch see some of the Bride. stuff. Yeah, and see some of the stuff that they or would not get Princess away Bride, with. Sorry, um, Mel- Men in Tights. Yeah. You know? Watch Men in Tights because. Yes. You're going to start noticing some of those jokes. Same jokes. But they still... <laughs> they're still good. Yeah, One-liners or not. Yeah. yeah, and they're so subtle too, you know? For sure. But yeah, definitely a must-watch, people. And thank right. you guys for listening to our podcast. And we've been, <laughs> you know, seeing some of you, uh, you know, listen and go back and listen to some of the other episodes. So we really appreciate the support. Thank you. And uh, we look forward to bringing out... Uh, new episodes pretty soon every week and uh, thank you guys for listening you guys have a good night signing off see ya bye careful robin you got too far i've only just begun i've come to warn you that if you do not stop levying these evil taxes i shall lead the good people of england in a revolt against you and why should the people listen to you because Unlike some other Robin Hoods, I can speak with an English accent.